Hello, hello, and welcome to The Art of Being You with me, Rachel Wortman. You guys, this podcast is all about learning to be who God created you to be, embracing that person, and ultimately living your best life with Jesus. We've got a lot of great content today, so let's get to it in The Art of Being You. Welcome to the podcast, everybody. Thank you so much for listening. Gosh, I just love what's happening here on The Art of Being You. I want to hear from you. So shoot me a Facebook message. My name is Rachel Wartman. It's on this podcast. Most of you guys are already connected with me on there. Shoot me a Facebook message. Shoot me an Instagram DM. You can find me at Rachel Wartman on there as well. And I want to hear what's going on in your life. If you've got questions that you want me to um, talk about, I'd love to hear that as well. And also, I just want to know how you doing, you know, how are you doing? I sincerely hope you've got people in your life who are asking you that question on a at least semi-regular basis. But if nobody is, you can just push pause right now and just answer into the air. Pretend like we're sitting on a couch talking. How are you? What's going on in your life? Today, we are tackling a topic that I think is front and center in the church world right now, but also really confusing We're talking about your purpose and your assignment. Are they the same thing? Are they different? And how? And all that goodness. So let's dive in. I think if we're talking about the art of being you, that's what this podcast is all about. How do you be yourself? Then I think knowing what you're created for is essential. It's not just a good thing to do. It is essential. There are so many ways you can figure this out. You can take personality profile tests as one aspect of that. The strengths finder or the Enneagram are two great tests for that. You can do, I believe Gateway Church put out a Bible study called ID, like identity, that I've heard amazing things about. There's a great book called The Path by Lori Beth Jones that walks you through exercises of helping you know yourself more. But if you are looking for your purpose in life, you've got to start by knowing how God created you to be. Who does he want you to be? Who did he make you to be? Start there. Because if we're just dreaming up who we want to be, we can have a tendency to want to be like somebody else. I mean, probably not you, but I know a time or two I have felt that way. Or you can borrow what other people are doing and assume that's exactly what you're supposed to be doing. It might be, but it might not. So let's start by defining what is your purpose. You've probably heard a pastor say, you all have a purpose. Or, you know, we talk about God has a purpose for your life. And I am yesing and amening to all of that. But my definition of purpose is a little bit different than the norm. My definition of what your purpose is, is very closely linked and tied to who you actually are. See, I personally believe the way we reflect the image of God on the earth, remember Genesis where God created man and woman and he created them in his image. We are image bearers. That is one of our purposes on the earth is to be a reflection of him. Now, if you remember from previous episodes, we've talked about how complex God is, right? He is too complex for any one person to reflect the whole of what he is. In fact, when he made Adam, that was not enough. He had to then make Eve for his image to be reflected on the earth. So, If we're talking about our purpose, we can sometimes mistake purpose for what we do with our actions. In other words, who we are on a like ethical 
personal, just what comes out of us as our being level versus what we do with our hands, with our words, with our actions, all of those kinds of things. So to me, defining your purpose is who you are. It is your being. So it's your personality makeup. It is the part of God that you reflect on the earth. So finding your purpose is essentially finding the way you reflect the Lord. This is not something that you try to do. It's something that you actually do. Now, as we journey with Jesus and we go closer to him and he transforms us, it becomes more effortless and you do this on a grander scale, but it's something you're already doing right now. So for me, my purpose is to inspire and equip and affect change. That is what I do no matter what I'm doing. It's just what comes out of me. I've spent a long time with the Lord crafting those three categories to define them. But for you, it might be that you put things in order. You help simplify. You help nurture. I don't know what yours would be, but it's probably going to be a little bit different than mine. So find your purpose. That's super important. And look at your purpose as the way that you are reflecting the image of God just by being in the room. Okay. It's not really what you're doing. To me, the best way and the biblical way to be a human is to be in the presence of Lord and then do out of that place. We're not doing things trying to gain God's attention, his love, his favor. We are doing things out of the place that we already have acceptance in him, that we already have love from him, that we are already chosen by God to be his child. It's that order that makes life make sense. When we reverse the order and we start doing things in an effort to become someone, That's when we get off balance, when burnout can happen, when you're depleting your reserve and your soul as opposed to building it. So remember, first we're being and then we're doing. So how do you find your purpose? You can do the ID series. You can do that, um, the path book I mentioned by Lori Beth Jones. You can spend time with God and ask him the question, what is my purpose? But be careful not to lean into what you do, more about who you are. Because to me, and this is just my way of looking at this, your purpose, again, is who you are, but then your assignment is what you do. You have an assignment on your life right now. That assignment could change. It's sort of based on seasons. Some of those seasons are very long. They can be decades long, but it's an assignment that God has placed on you of what you're going to do out of the being that you are. I hope this is making sense to you. So this is how it works very practically in my life. My purpose on the earth is not something I'm going to ever fulfill. My purpose is a reflection of who I reflect God to be. And so I'm going to do that from the moment I'm born until the day that I die. When I die, I won't be able to say I fulfilled my purpose because my purpose is overarching the span of my life. Now, again, this is a definition change from what you've probably heard, but my assignment, now my assignment is what I will say, yes, I fulfilled that or no, I didn't. My assignment is what I do from the place of my purpose. Why is this distinction important? Because sometimes we get mistaken on, we're like, okay, I have this purpose. My purpose is to tell people about Jesus. And then we find ourselves in a setting where they're all believers and now we can't fulfill our purpose, right? 
you're fulfilling your purpose by just being on the earth. That is like a significant thing because you're made in the image of God, but it's your assignment that matters. How do you find your assignment? Well, I would tell you to look around the scope of your life. What's going on in your life right now? Are you a student? Then part of your assignment is to be a student. It's to bring the kingdom in the context of your school system. It's to bring the kingdom in the context of how you treat your teachers, how you honor the Lord with the way you study, all of those things. Are you single? That reflects part of your assignment. How do you be on fire for Jesus as a single person and do all the things the Lord wants you to do as a single person before he brings you a spouse? Are you married? Your assignment from this point forward of being married, part of your assignment is going to be how you love and treat your spouse. If you have children, if you have children in the home, that is a huge portion of your assignment right now. Once they grow and they're out on their own, you might be given a new assignment. You might be given a, a, a broader assignment. I hope this is helping you, helping make sense. When we're talking about our jobs, I hear people often tell me that they're really dissatisfied with their job. I get that. I've had jobs that I didn't love before. I've only worked a couple of places, but you know, one of them, I was like, it was at TCBY. If you remember the frozen yogurt place, that was my first job. And I could not get out of that job fast enough. And I wish I would have looked at it as my assignment. What am I doing in this workplace that is effective to the Lord? It could be as simple as how you pray for the people that your coworkers are. I'm not saying you have to become a revivalist and a Billy Graham and stand up on your lunch breaks, you know, preaching the kingdom of God. That may not be your assignment. Your assignment may be the way that you interact with your customers, the way that you pray over the building that you work in, all of those things in between. It's about asking the Lord, what am I doing with my time? How do I give you my time and honor you with it? Remember, people in the Bible and in the New Testament and in the church in the New Testament had jobs. They worked jobs. So if we're believing this idea that only spiritual assignments are the ones that are worthwhile, you're believing the wrong thing. Sorry to be frank, but it's just the truth. What you do with how God has assigned you is so important. Okay. So don't look at your job as something to begrudge. Look at it as a platform to fulfill your assignment and be your purpose. Does everybody have one? Yes. You just have to ask, ask the Lord to open your eyes to what's your purpose and what's your assignment. How are they different? I think I've tackled this a little bit, but again, your assignment is what you are doing. And here's the biggest difference. Your assignment can and probably will at some point come to an end. For example, when your children are little and they're babies and they're toddlers, they demand so much from you. There is a huge demand on your time, on your body, on your energy, on your mind, all of that. And it would be very hard to be doing multiple assignments in that season of life. But when that stage is concluded, when it's over, then you can have a new assignment. So I think this is an important thing because for me, it helps me see when transition is coming and it helps me navigate transition all that much more with grace. So everybody has a purpose. Everybody has an assignment. Listen, your assignment might be creating an atmosphere in your home where your kids are happy and loved and making meals that are healthy for them every day. That could be your assignment. Your assignment could be that you know, you celebrate all the little things and you do it with grace and fun. I, I don't know. I, so I don't want you to box in and think that 
just because you have an assignment, it's this hugely, you know, worldwide wide revival type thing. It might be, but it might feel pretty small and mundane. I have a feeling if you start to look at the mundane things as something God has entrusted to you, it will actually bring purpose to those as well. It'll bring perspective. It'll probably bring a little pep in your step as well. So how does parenting fit into the mix of your assignment? Well, I think it fits in because you have to be true to the season that you're in, right? But at the same time, God may give you an assignment for something that's beyond what your parenting stage is. Like if you're a working mother or a working father. So you have to tend to the assignment in your home because that's the most important thing. But you also have to attend to the assignment of your job. So Jesus knows how to navigate that with you. I know for me, I had intended on being a stay-at-home mom all my life, at least while my kids were little and in elementary school. That was my whole purpose and my whole goal. Not Maybe not purpose, but that's what I thought my purpose was. And I did that with my first three. And then before I had my fourth child, Grace, I had started working at the church and my hours are flexible. So it did allow me to be home with her some, but I also had to figure out how to navigate now having these two different assignments. And without going into all the specifics, I can tell you that God is the one who assigns. And so he knows exactly what he's doing. And I have been blown away over the last two years of her life to see how God has brought people around us. He's shown us exactly what to do at the right time to where my family's assignment is being fulfilled and it's being um, executed with grace and goodness of God. But also my work assignments and my ministry assignments are as well. Okay, I'm saying that word assignment so many times. Sorry about that. Let me say one other thing about these two categories. Can your assignment be serving someone else's vision or does it have to be serving your own? I'm just going to give you a second to think about that. I hope you know serving someone else's vision, which would be like being an employee or even being a volunteer in a ministry. These are great assignments to have. The Lord knows exactly who you are and he knows the best thing for you to do with your time and to do with your life. So I want to encourage you, be able to identify, this is my purpose. This is how I reflect God on the earth. Be able to own that. Be able to say that with pride. Work yourself to a place where you get rid of feeling inferior because yours is different than someone else. Yours is important. The way you reflect the Lord is important to God. That's why he made you that way. Whether you're soft and meek and mild, or whether you're ferocious, tenacious, and fierce, It all matters to God because together through our unity, we display the true picture of who God really is. He decided it was worthwhile to entrust different parts of himself into different people. And so we have to acknowledge that as well. All right. So what happens when you find your purpose and you identify your assignment in this season of your life, and then you realize your assignment is changing? What do you do? I want to give you a couple of thoughts on how to enter and exit into a new season that God might be speaking into you. Some of these assignment changes you can see coming, right? You have your youngest child is about to leave the home and it's an obvious change. Now I'm going to have all this time on my hands. What am I going to do with that time? Some of the assignments are obvious where you know a job is changing and you know months in advance and you're you know aware of it. Others happen overnight. Others, you show up to work and you realize, okay, My time with this company is done. Whether you quit or you were asked to leave, that assignment is over. 
So what do you do? How do you transition well? I would encourage you to really view transitions in your life as conclusions to assignments. I think this helps us be able to let go. I think it helps when something is really good. Let's take it into the church world because that's my world that I live in. There are times when God says, it's time to move to a different church. I mean, it happens, right? I personally believe, I've said this before, I will say it again, that every person that walks through the door of our church will one day walk out the door. Sometimes they're only there for a few weeks. Sometimes they're there for a few years. Sometimes they're walking out the door because they walked into the door of heaven. However it may be that they find themselves no longer with us, the goal is not to keep people in the room. The goal is that when they leave, they're closer to Jesus than when they came. See, I'm not... I don't assume that I have the answers for all people in the entire Oklahoma City metro. Of course I don't, right? But I know I have something to offer to the ones that God wants to connect me to. The same goes for my husband. The same goes for every pastor in our area. And so the way that I look at this is it's an assignment. When someone comes into my church, sometimes we can tell right off the bat, they are meant to be here. They're exactly like we are. They think the same way we are. They've been through similar circumstances that have you know, brought them to the place where they see the kingdom in a similar light, all of those things. And it's like, wow, this is amazing. And other people come in and they're very different and they have different approaches and different concepts. And as we get to know them, we get to benefit from one another. We get to hopefully impart some joy and love and peace and breakthrough into their life. And occasionally that's all they needed and they're ready to move on. And the Lord leads them to somewhere else. That's a little bit more of a fit with their personality or whatnot. And it's great. And so we have to recognize that season is over. That assignment for how we impact them is now done. So it doesn't benefit anybody if we're constantly forlorn and wishing to go backwards. I love the way the Lord is always bringing new mercies tomorrow because there's this hope element to our life with Jesus where we know that God is going to make all things good. So even if the assignment that you're leaving, maybe it was a job that you really liked, maybe it was a relationship, a friendship of someone that you really enjoyed and they've moved on and they don't want to talk to you anymore or whatnot, then be thankful for the good times, but be hopeful for better times, right? It's not that it's over and your life is over. It's that it's over and you're transitioning into the new assignment and you have to trust God that he knows your needs. He knows the kind of people you like around you and he's working that towards you. Now, you might be in an assignment that's very hard. You might be in a job or a season where you are serving someone else and you have a vision for yourself and it's frustrating and you wish that you could fulfill your own vision and assignment, but God is telling you, no, not yet. Even in that, you can find meaning. You can find perspective because you know the Lord is not abandoning you. He's not leaving you. He's just allowing you to learn something through the circumstances that are around you. So if you can shift your perspective to say, this is my assignment right now. It doesn't negate that I have a grander purpose on my life. It doesn't negate that I have a vision that I want to fulfill someday. It just means that I'm trusting the Lord that what he's doing in me right now is what needs to be done. Did you hear that? What God's doing in you right now is what needs to be done. Because if you're rushing ahead and you're missing what he's trying to do to prepare you, you won't be able to do that grand vision, that grand purpose, that grand assignment that's hiding in your heart right now. Listen, if you rush ahead, he will have to slow you down later because what he's doing in you is what he needs to do right now to build you into the purpose, the purpose that you are created for to build you into the person 
that can hold all the things that he wants to give your way. So I encourage you, know your purpose, know your assignment, know how they're similar and be able to identify how they're different. It may take a journaling session or an externally processing session with a friend to understand that. But also I just want to encourage you when you're in the place where a season is transitioning, don't be afraid to grieve. Don't be afraid to recognize that something is happening, that change is happening, transition is taking place. Don't be afraid of the emotions that come up when that happens. Embrace them, feel them, and then allow yourself to feel hope for what's next. Allow yourself to feel excited for where God is taking you in the new season and the new assignment. You have a purpose. That purpose is bigger than any one season of life. Do you hear me? The purpose on your life is bigger than the one season that you're in right now. It's bigger than the job that you feel is so limiting. It's bigger because you're going to spend your entire life being that purpose. Your assignment will come and go. I don't know about you, but when I think into the future of my life, I think, well, some of these assignments might change. Some of them might not. Some of the things I'm doing with my daily life, I sort of hope that there's a day where God says this assignment is over, right? I hope that I can potty train my youngest child at some point and no longer have to be buying diapers and all that goes with that. And I know that it will come and I know that it will come with sadness, but also with the thrill of hope as well. I don't want to wish my life away. I don't want to wish this season away because God saw fit that what he's doing in this season is what I need to be experiencing and how I need to be growing. And the same goes for you. So I encourage you, find your purpose, find your assignment, and I hope this was helpful for you. I'll see you next time. So you've just listened to The Art of Being You with Rachel Wartman. I hope you enjoyed this episode of my podcast. And listen, it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe and rate or review this podcast on wherever you're listening from. Also, share it with a friend. Help me get the word out. Until next time, be blessed.